that's me trying not to scream. <laughs> right. Like, like last season. Right. <laughs> we're giddy. We're back. Yes, we, we are. are. It's been a minute. It has. Last time we were recording was uh, 2018, November. Yes. Woo. How do you feel, friend? I have so much to share. Like, oh yeah, I'm so excited. Welcome to, to Become She. You may not forget, where we're guaranteed to piss you off with yourself, make you think, help you grow. Do y'all still like that? I still like it, so we ain't changing it. I don't even know why. I asked. <laughs> And, you know, it's been so long. I'm going to actually read my part. Don't want to mess it up. In this new season. <laughs> Seven. Season. Become She is a movement capturing the transcendental journey of the strong woman to the free woman, mm-hmm. granting herself permission to actualize her highest self. <sighs> Guys, we I'm get like, into it, y'all. I'm so giggly. My feet are shaking. <laughs> I'm like dangling like a child. <laughs> it's the high chair, ma'am. It's the high chair. It is. It's the chair. It is. <laughs> Um, so, man, it's March. Yes. It's March 2019. I was about to say 18. 2019. 2019. You're about Lord. 2019. And is it Women's History Month? It is. My God. It is. Which means our episode today is right on time. Yes. And no shade to February Black History Month, but Jesse and R. Kelly was kind of too bad. Oh, God. So we're going to go ahead and fast forward to the... Month of the women. Yo, why? Girl. Why was February so like <laughs> congested? A haze. The way I sound. I came out February like whoosh. <laughs> congested. It was. Um, it was. But if you do a black history, right, you're living in 365. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah so. but they was acting a whole mother <laughs> fool, okay? Because I'm not going to go there. So, um, <sighs> t- the title of today's episode is um, She is a Sister. Yeah. And we always say this, like, yeah. when we come up with yeah. these episodes, like, we be in it to win to it. Win it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about this, and it's going to mean that, and it's going to be parallel yeah. to this, and we be so deep. Yeah. And then when we get to recording, it's like, how sway? How sway? What are we talking about? <laughs> like, what are we talking about? For real. Yeah, we have a pretty interesting lineup on season seven. If you haven't checked it out, yeah, let's talk, about it. let's talk about it. Yes, we actually have a couple guests this season. We do. We're not going to tell you who they are because you have to go to becomeshe.com to actually yeah. figure out who they are. But we'll be um, in session all the way up until the end of April of this year and then take a little hiatus and come back. Yep. That's what we do. Before we get going, I do want to ask a favor from our listening audience. Yeah. We don't ask for much. You know what I mean? But we're going to ask because, listen, closed mouths don't get fed. Yes, for sure. And um, we have been, I don't think we've asked really for anyone to leave reviews or all. anyone to comment, like, subscribe, all that jazz that they be talking on, like, YouTube and stuff. Yeah. But I think it's it's... It's very important that if you are gaining something from Become She, if you're listening, if you're tuning in, if you're yeah. sharing, that you do um, leave us a review on iTunes. I was listening to a podcast last year, and they were saying that the more reviews <clears throat> iTunes get, the more that likely they are to push your platform. So the I, algorithm. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's important yeah. that if you're tuning in, that you do leave us leave us a review. Yeah. And we're going to say it every every episode. Yeah, this is going to be like our new thing, our new tagline. So don't get tired of us telling you to subscribe, you know, so you don't have to always figure out when we drop a new episode. Right. iTunes will, in fact, alert you, let you know right. Um, right. that your favorite podcast has published yet another episode <laughs> to chew on. And um, sorry I sound congested, guys. It's always uh, not feeling 100%. Yeah, this she looks 100%, though. I, She's beat. I do what I can do. She's beat. And I it's like 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> I, I do what I can do for you all and become she lands. But yes. So um, she is a sister. So this Ooh. morning. <laughs> wow. I watched the Red Table Talk with Jordan Woods and Jada Pickett-Smith. Now, if if 
If you in any type of pop culture setting, you follow the Shade Room on Instagram, yes. Baller Alert, all of <laughs> all of them. Have been, they posted. I think it was like like a week ago, two weeks ago, really ish. That um, Kylie, Kylie's best friend, Kylie Jenner. Is that yeah. name? I can't remember. It was Kardashian who's Jenner. But Kylie Jenner's best friend, Jordan Woods, was either sleeping with Tristan Thompson, and Tristan Thompson is Khloe Kardashian's man slash child's father, all of that. Um, and they had posted, like, Jordan Woods was, like, either sleeping with him or messing with him. And I remember my friend texting this to me, and it was, like, early in the morning. I'm like, why are you texting me this this early yeah. in the morning? And I was like, I don't really care about these people, these rich people, and their problems. Yeah. But apparently, it's, like, it's really been a buzz on social media about it. And um, Jordan Woods is really close with the Kardashian family. And if you know anything about Tristan, third trimester Thompson, that he, you know. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they call him. That customized middle surname. That's his hashtag. (laughs) Is that his surname, though? (laughs) But, um, wow. You know, Chloe and him, they have a very public, open relationship. And he had cheated on her. Well, I don't really know. This is what the blogs say. Had cheated on yeah. her before, even when she was pregnant, I think, or something like that. So they're not currently together, right? Tristan's not current, like the current. I think they were up oh, until okay. this Jordan Woods gotcha. scandal thing. So they were trying to work it out, whatever, which happens. Yeah, yeah. They, they had taken like Christmas pictures and stuff, gotcha. so they were like to yeah. working on I it. I see. Okay. Lord, and I watched that Red Table Talk this morning with Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith. And if you don't watch that show, you should because yeah. it's amazing. Shout out to Jada Pinkett Smith and yep. the matriarchs, her mother and her daughter Willow. Yep. Like yep. from the very first episode, I knew this yep. was about to be a game changer. Yes. And shout out to all of the the trifecta is what I yep. call them, yep. matriarchal trifecta. For creating a space of safety where they can be vulnerable mm-hmm. and fragile yeah. and fall apart. And for their team for capturing that so we can Man. witness. And believing in it. And yes. for shout out to Will Smith Come for on. believing in it. Come and he on. had said, like, you know, I came home one day and my living room was, like, a set. And I was like, you know what? It's fine. I'm going to rock with it. That's my wife. And wow. shout out to him for actually yes. recognizing the power of women and not stepping in there at yes. all. And letting her have her space. Let her free. do her work. Because yes. she's doing real. All three of them are doing work yeah. intergenerationally mm-hmm. but that's another episode so yeah like i knew when they when she was talking about her relationship with her mother i'm like okay they're going on a root level and they're gonna build this table red table talk mm-hmm. they're gonna build it out mm-hmm. but they didn't go after the celebrities first they opened up their own they sure did they spilled their own it was like their season one of become she how we spilled all our tea yes right <laughs> crying and so it's nah. amazing to see these women it was painful for dom sometimes <laughs> girl he's turning his head um yeah like they opened up their hearts first before bringing on others to join yeah. in. And that's the beautiful thing. And that I they, feel like you have to do they've that. They've ushered in. You have to yeah. get through the personal before you could open and extend to anyone man, else. Oh man, it's true. Think about our, our podcast. Our first couple of seasons was, we talked about us a lot, Very personal centered. issues, we, and then we yeah. opened it up and then we had guests. And yeah. now it's this, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but back to Jordan Woods and this for the table <laughs> talk. Because you didn't I, forget. I didn't know that the Smiths were so close Me with either. the Kardashians and the the Woods family. I didn't know that. But there's one thing. So the whole point of her going on the show was explaining her side of the story and what happened and what didn't happen. Because yeah. I feel like it the story just like went off and there you didn't really hear from her. She wasn't posting anything. So she was like, nah, I'm gonna tell my truth and this yeah. is what it is. But one thing that stood out to me, <laughs> I'm getting chills thinking wow. about it. Jada was asking her, were you the only woman there? Or, or the only female mm-hmm. there were the other girls present. And she was like, yeah, but they haven't said anything, nor do I expect them to about what happened and what didn't happen. 
And then I thought about, and that's when I wow. sent it to you, like, you need to watch this before we record this. Yeah. Because I thought about our episode title, She is a Sister, and the fact she, that she said, I didn't expect them to, that means you didn't expect the women around you to rally for you and believe in you. That's what you're saying. And and she said that she found My out God. 90% of the people she thought were friends in the last week or so have completely disappeared. They're not friends anymore. So the people and the women who you think that are your sisters, when you find out they are are not huh the the gut wrenching like I, I don't know when she said that yeah, no I, one has I, spoken up and I and I nor nor do I expect them to I think that was her um either her making peace with it or her having an aha moment so this is how moment. women yeah act yeah. in these situations because yeah. I've never been in something this real for me to ever have yeah. to depend on my sisters nor do I expect them to almost sounds like dang yeah like a critique yeah almost yeah 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 but I don't think she would have said that two weeks ago yeah my girls are gonna be there they're gonna stick up for me and they're gonna she you know? didn't have a reason to like even the bible talks about a brother is born for adversity you can insert sister mm. as well so you don't understand the depth and the foundation of your relationships until you really really need them right it's good to kick the bubbles and have these mimosas and be cute on instagram and right. do a hashtags with your ruby woo and your you know edge <laughs> control on your edges but and your vitamin c serums. come on <laughs> But <laughs> let some shit go down. Yeah. Yeah. Where your integrity is on the chopping block, where your character is on the chopping block. Man. And that's when the relationships matter. Like, do you know me? And it could have been even for her, for Jordan, it could have been a situation where she was beginning to realize, like, maybe the people that I thought knew me don't know me and I don't know them. At all. Like, it's so layered, right? It's so layered. Like, yeah. life comes for you and like I said you don't get to choose the lessons you don't know how life is gonna come nor for the you. teachers as my friend Nicolia said like, or the classrooms girl it could happen it could happen some of anywhere but if you are like not intentional about cultivating these relationships friendships circles sisterhoods brotherhoods if you're not intentional about that, like, what are you really living for? Because you need the credit. Like, you need to be investing mm -hmm. in these relationships knowing that there is going to come a time or a day where I'm going to have to rely on what I've invested to vouch mm -hmm. for me. Like, Man. showing people who you are, even in your fuck-ups, even in your mistakes. Not being perfect. Relationship is not about being perfect. Like, mm -hmm. I was apologizing before we recorded for dropping the ball. Like, letting people see you unmasked. That's how I know you. So when some stuff pop off, I can be like, no, that don't even sound like her. That's not, yeah. that's not her. Or, yeah. yeah, that sounds compatible with my experience. Because you actually have one you can trust. Oh. You don't have any experiences you can trust with people when you be a surface. So she also said, Miss Jordan Woods, and listen, I don't know nothing about, these are not people that I know personally. I don't know nothing about these people, but watching her explain, and I feel like, let me not say that. Watching her explain her side of things made me have more compassion yeah. for her. And I should have had more compassion for her, for her before that. Right? Like, why do I got to tune in to have compassion for another woman? Wow. I shouldn't have to tune in to do that. So then she was like, um, basically saying, you know, we didn't have sex. I wasn't giving him a lap dance, contrary to what the blogs are saying. Like, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. But she was very honest about what did happen. And she was saying that she put herself in the position to where things could look inappropriate. Yeah. And also she said Ooh, that... Oh, that was such a boss-ass... Like, yeah. grown up ass move for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, owning she was, it. Girl. And she's not even that. Oh, she's still young. Like, you can tell she's still very young. And for her to mm -hmm. take that level of responsibility, like, it's women out here, like, come on now. 50. Come on now. You know, you slept with Maybelle's man. <laughs> and Maybelle was your bestie. <laughs> and you ain't gave her no apology. Y'all was the elementary, middle, ass, high school. <laughs> Bertha, you done slept with Maybelle's man. Why and you, you know not all the names? God damn. Go Pauletta. Ahead. Pauletta. <laughs> Geraldine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. You I can't. can and you will. <laughs> she said, 
said Geraldine. And there has been no conversation since. This woman this got on true. national platform yeah. and owned the fact that she could have been a little bit more sensitive. First of all, what got me sensitive to the fact that this man had history with someone that she was close to. Yeah. Like, I should never have went. Yeah. She said that. She owned that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also a lesson for anyone at any, any woman at any age listening to watch her. Like, maybe I shouldn't be at a party. But, but that, I don't know if I agree. Like, check me out. If I, Jessica, just by myself, and I happen to go to a, a club or a party, whatever, whatever, and I see your husband there, I'm not going to leave because I see your husband there. I'm not going to do half the inappropriate shit she did. But I feel like her, that was putting too much weight on herself for her yeah. to say I should have just left because she wasn't going there with the intention on being she malicious wasn't. at all. You know what I mean? And then maybe that's just self-reflection that she's been doing and, and, and putting everything to blame on her. But maybe he should have said, hey, maybe you shouldn't sit right here next to me. Like, let's put some of the blame on him, too. It wasn't just her being inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And then for her to say she left the next morning at 6, 7 a.m. Now, I'm a homebody, and I ain't staying out that late. That's just my ass. But she's in that type of environment and culture to where she's that's She's in the okay. industry. Yeah. We're not privy to that. We're not privy right. to, you know, having drivers outside right. waiting for you to take you. Right. We're not privy to that. We're not, you know, y'all still get starstruck. You know, when you see people from Empire Industries, y'all starstruck. Like, these people just- are around... <laughs> celebrity life and you yep, know yep. all of the time they have different daily norms and practices that are beyond us when we mm-hmm. have a corporate job they don't so she said that when so, she left at 6 7 a.m in the morning and that other people were still there so it's not like she was just leaving and this was all taking place at his house by the way um but she said that he leaned over and, and kissed her and that yeah. is what she lied to her sisters about. And yeah. she was saying that she should have been upfront and honest about the fact that he did that. And her role and how she played in that by staying overnight and blah, 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 blah. But you know what? When you That brings to mind a um, situation in college my freshman year. Um, there was a situation to where, for some reason, there was a meeting called... Um, because there was a guy who had lots of partners mm-hmm. on campus, and the women called themselves gathering together to kind of discuss this. Mm-hmm. Only the level of toxic patriarchy, but at the time when you're young, you don't know that's what it is, and that's what you've operated in or are operating in. Mm-hmm. Um, my name came up because I had a one night stand with one of the friends of the guy that was in question. Mm-hmm. So when my name came up, people, like, this one particular girl was, like, going clean in. Yeah, you need to straighten this out because your name is blah, blah, blah. And I was like, first of all, I've already talked to the person. I've already At that point, I had talked to my best friend. I had literally told her two to three days before what happened. I don't know why I felt the need to. Mm-hmm. But I realized that that was based off of my level of relationship with her. I mm-hmm. felt like I would be safe. Like, I would feel safe telling her you know, what had transpired because it was a PWI. So there was only like five black people. Mm-hmm. Not really though, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it was a very small campus. So it didn't take long for news to go around. So I knew that I wanted to be able to tell someone that I trusted because I didn't want anything mm-hmm. to come back. And she was looking around like, what happened? You know? So it really, it was really about my level of transparency and my level of trust in my friendship and building that friendship yeah. to tell the truth. But the way women attack each other, like, I understand why she was scared to come out with the truth. Yeah. Because yeah. we judge each other the worst. We are the worst with the critique. Yes. So my freshman yes. year, I'm literally in this room listening to them. Well, not really them, because I had a friend, even while this girl in this meeting space was saying, yeah, you need to, like, she was making it seem like it was my responsibility to inform of my sexual history on campus, which it was not. Mm-hmm. Let's make that clear if you're listening. <laughs> It was never my responsibility. <laughs> what up? If I wanted to run trains, it was my <laughs> my prerogative. Yeah. And my Bobby Brown voice. But the fact that she felt the need to be the judge, jury, and verdict to make me feel responsible to come clean about something that I had already told a friend in love and confidence and in safety. Yeah. Do you see the two different environments? I do. So I'm literally sitting in the room and the girl next to me, shout out to Damiana Mendoza. She has a different last name now. She's married. But... She was rubbing my hand, like comforting me, because I was a bit shaken up, not because of what happened, like it was sex, okay? 
it was the fact that I was being attacked by another brown woman yeah. in a room of brown women. Mm. And I'm tearing up thinking about it. And yeah. like, that's why I go so hard for women and for sisters and sisterhood, like true sisterhood, because yeah. you should never feel attacked. Even if you're misunderstood, it shouldn't be from a level of judgment, criticism. I conclude you. Yeah. You're done. You're finished. It's over. Should never be that. So, yes, I understand why Jordan didn't tell the truth. Doesn't make it right. Yeah. Doesn't make it right. And it makes it no less painful for Chloe on the other end, who probably does feel betrayed. But it's a larger yeah. system and process. Mm-hmm. Can we not look at the the events of Tristan, Jordan, and Chloe as three isolated events and look at the system, the yeah. overarching system that makes behavior like this okay. problematic and yeah. okay? Yeah. It's not okay. And we need to start going after the real culprit, which is the choose me patriarchy. As women, we shouldn't be saying, no, choose me. I have to be pitted against my sister in order to gain your affection, in in order to gain emotional leverage with you as a man. We have too many choose me hoes out here. You don't got to choose nothing, sis. If he for you, he for you. If women will drop women faster than a man will drop a woman. A man will hold on to a woman and all that she comes with. Her softness, her luxury, her nurturing, all of that. But women will go clean in real quick on another woman at the drop of a dime. Isn't that something? It's telling. It's it's symptomatic. That's what I want women well, to see. Damn. I want brown women to see being a sister. Mm. You have to address and assess the overarching system by which you navigate sisterhood. It's not an isolation. There is an overarching system that makes sisterhood sometimes difficult to navigate. It's so But difficult. no less worth it. It's worth it. It's, oh, see, okay, okay. I'm going to get a little personal real quick. Right? Spit all my little freshman tea from 2006. <laughs> well, 20, actually, 2004. 2003. <laughs> so, you you know good and well what's going on with my in-laws. And I'm going yes. to bring it up. So, my... my your neck. Listen, this turtleneck. My, uh, my fiancé has a sister. Yeah. And when we first started dating, um, I would say, like... Not when we first started dating. We had been dating for a few months. But when we met and I felt this, I don't want to say connection, but like this yearning desire to, I don't know if it was hang with her, get to know her or hear what she had to say, yeah. hear what she was about. And and part of it was, you know, I'm, I'm dating a new guy and I think it's serious and I yeah. want to get to know his family. Yeah. But there was something beyond that. There was like this womanhood thing that I was like, mm, there's something men me gravitating yeah. towards for, for whatever to reason. cultivate that and yeah. so um we would have conversations uh, both personally non-personally her me yeah. i would invite her around my friends i invited her on a trip with my friends you know she travels yeah. and, and i don't invite everyone into certain you sacred don't. sisterhood spaces like you that don't. without like vetting and and as you because should. i'm also i'm also protecting my sister friends as well and i don't want to bring as anyone around my group that's going to throw the vibe off yeah. whatever and I also um, asked her to be a bridesmaid in my yeah, wedding. Yeah. Not because she's my fiance's sister. Because if I don't like you, I don't like you. Yeah. But because I felt that we had a sisterhood and a friendship that was growing. Yeah. And I trusted her, to be completely honest. And then I would say, you know, mm, let me see. About eight, nine months. Uh-huh. About eight, nine months after wedding planning had been in, in lieu. And, and then there was a lot of scuffle around my in-laws. And I was some, hearing some things that didn't really quite yeah. sit well with me. What my fiance was telling me about things that they were saying. And and t- t- quite frankly, there was a lot of judgment and and, uh, yeah. and um, assumptions going yeah. on about around and Jess. conclusions. Lots of Finalities. Conclu- <laughs> not, e- I shouldn't even say assessments. You're right. Conclusions. It's final. <laughs> Judgment has been rendered. (laughs) And so um, she texts me one day out of the blue that she she no longer wanted anything or any parts of um, my wedding. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, sis, like where where is this coming from? Like, I, I didn't know that 
and this is about having two different relationships with the same people. You're the same people, but you're having two different experiences. Yeah. I didn't know that she was had been feeling some type of way for so long or that deep to now yeah. um, sever yeah. part from my marriage. Now, fuck the wedding. The wedding is a party, okay? You yeah. hire a photographer, you eat some cake, you dance, and you drink. That's the party aspect of it. But the marriage... I'm serious about who is going to support and love Kyle and Jess, the unit. Yes. Not Kyle alone, yes. not Jessica alone, Kyle and Jess, the unit. Yes. And when she did that, I was like, ooh, see, I can't trust you with my marriage anymore. Yeah. Because yeah. now you're going clean in. When I thought that we had a sisterhood and a yeah. friendship, and the fact that you could show me so fast. Yeah so fast that that's not who you are. It was such an eye-opening. It, it kind of reminds me of this Jordan Woods thing. Like, you yeah. hear one thing, and then boom. It's like this whole story and this facade Fun. around it. it it's, yeah. And it's like, that's not sisterhood. And what I want people to take away, and I told you this, like, anything is forgivable. Yeah. Anything is forgivable with a sisterhood. And it really goes deeper than a sisterhood. It goes deep to the point of relationship. When you understand what relationship is, it's not performance. It's not perfection. Mm -hmm. It is messy. But it's okay because we're human and our humanity allows for some messiness. That's what it is and it's okay. But when you don't trust the relationship because you don't know what relationship is. Because mm. all you know is performing and doing things for performance reasons and for applause and for looks and for ego and yeah. for the gram and for Facebook Live. And when you don't know what relationship is, yeah. how do you trust it to even lean on it? Yeah. To lean into the humanity of it. To lean into the imperfections, the messiness of it. Mm -hmm. Like, anything is forgivable. That woman sat down at that table with Jada, mm -hmm. owned her stuff, cried, mm -hmm. because she trusted the relationship with Jada. Yeah, Jada afforded her that space to be vulnerable and fragile and, and to open up. And she loved her. Yes. Still, that's the yes. type of sisterhood that you want. Yes, because she's not gone so far in her growth, Jada, yeah. speaking of Jada, yep. to where she can't see her younger self in her. How many older like, women, do you see what I'm saying? How many older women have you seen judge, critique younger women? Yeah. Maybe, oh, you was doing this and worse in your 20s. Mm -hmm. You don't got no encouraging words. That was years ago. You ain't got no seeds of that encouragement. That years ago. <laughs> That was 30 years ago and you still holding it on, on holding on to it while I let that go, sis. Yeah, so, see, that's that. That's oof, anything is forgivable in that. the sisterhood. So, but I, let me tell you this from that experience that I had of my in-laws, man, I up until that point, I feel like the women and the friends that I had cultivated where I never had that experience with another yeah. woman before. And that's just me growing. Life is learning. You're always yeah. going to learn. You're always going to learn something. Like you said, you don't you don't get to choose your lessons or your teachers. But I feel like from that, that and I don't know if that's what had cultivated me to my sister-in-law so much before. Yeah. If there was any like turmoil or trouble there or sense of just yeah. not having a sisterhood, period. Maybe yeah. I sense that too. But I feel like from that experience, oh baby, she vets and she watches way harder and some people just I don't before. know how to be in relationship like you yeah. just have to understand that like it has nothing but, to but do with you because i had never known any yeah. sisterhood that yeah. did not know how to be a sister to me i think about you it just happened so easy and so organically and it so did. free and i was naive to think that all relationships would Aren't be that, that way. way yeah you know nah. what i mean so that was a lesson in and nah, of itself no be you are godsend you are godsend so on that note, I yep. definitely want to talk about on the State of the Sisterhood event that I'm throwing yeah. fly, for Flat Your Fly, which is a separate organization. Um, it's a brown womanist organization that is um, igniting brown women in activated sisterhood, point blank period. We're going to do on the State of the Sisterhood event, social research experience the last Saturday in March, March 30th. Um, you can go on um, event. Um, actually, it's on the state of the sisterhood .com. It's a free event. I'm doing social research experiment to see how brown women feel and navigate their relationships with other women um, for purposes of doing better programming, of serving better um, so that I can know where are the pain points of yeah. sisterhood? Where are the pain points? Where are the breakdowns? Right. So um, that's going to be at 633 um, St. Clair. 1 to 4 p.m. Um, on March 30th, Saturday. Last Saturday mm -hmm. in Women's History Month. So, Love it. there you have it. There you have it. 
Um, so we're gonna call Doctor East, but bef- before I do, I do have one more thing I want to drop, yeah. and this is actually still related to my my in law situation, and it's I feel like it's just like it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. Trust me. <laughs> but I, I feel like part of being in a sisterhood is acknowledging your part in your sisterhood. Oh yeah. And your others, your sister's part in in the sisterhood. I mean, like any relationship, um, it takes love and cultivating and um, I don't know. You have to be willing to put in the work, right? It's real work. It's real work. And it's, I feel like any relationship, you can't just pick it up and expect it to do anything without you actually putting something into it. And and I'm not saying that I was 100% you know, perfect in anything. We are though. But that's what okay. I, that was my point of what I yeah. wanted to say. Nobody is. Yeah. And to expect perfection from your men, your sisters, whoever yes. is a fantasy world. It's disrespectful to the human experience. It's disrespectful to yourself. It's dishonoring to the human experience to expect perfection. And that's still something that I struggle with. Disappointment. Like that's disrespectful and dishonoring. To excommunicate someone because they disappointed you. Excuse me? You disappoint you. You can stay on your 30-day squat challenge, sis. And you want to go hard on him or her because you disappointed in them? She's... I'm going to call Dr. East uh, because this is going to be on another episode. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to have a season. We get to chit-chat at 10. It means who are Call Dr. East. Ooh. <laughs> Put it on speaker. We're calling in, phoning in the famous, wonderful Dr. East. For some reason, it's not going through. Oh, is that her? Dr. East? Dr. East? Oh, oh, okay. Sprint. <laughs> Got a little giddy. Hi, Dr. East. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, girl? I have missed you guys so much. Oh, we miss you too. We're so excited about the season with you. Me too. There's a lot that we have to uncover. And I have a great <laughs> question from one of our listeners that we're going to answer. So I am super psyched about that too. Get right into it then. Go ahead. Oh my gosh. I've missed us. <laughs> I know. I just feel like we should do the color purple Clap, just you know, me and you will never fall. it. That's right. I, that's how I'm feeling about this moment right now. Mm, I'm curious to hear what this uh, letter is about. I really am. So you want to do? You want to do that first? What uh, you want to do? Yeah, how you feeling? Do you have any announcements? Do you have anything you want to say? Yes, online, in person. We want to know. Okay, so. The cool thing that has happened, um, well, a couple of things actually, is that Sheen Magazine and I now have a partnership to where I do Dr. East Speaks, which is a column completely mine uh, that is published within Sheen Magazine in print as well as online. Wow. And basically, readers are able to ask me questions and I respond. And so that's been really amazing. Um, We just rolled it out, I want to say, the beginning of February, and I've already had six questions. And so I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but when you look at terms of how frequently people don't respond to things like that online, six questions within a month is amazing because that means people are already interested in what I have to say. They don't even know me. Wow. Um, You know, they're just going by my accolades. And so that is pretty amazing. I'm super psyched. That's amazing. um, Congratulations to you. Thank you. What is the link for that? Check it out. uh, Sheen Magazine. Um, and you can type in Dr. East Speaks. And how do you spell that? So they're on Sheen, S-H-E-E-N. Got it. Okay. Yes. Will that Dr. link be East also, Speaks. will that link be put in your bio on Instagram? Like if people wanted to follow you on Instagram, is that link in your bio? If, like, Not yet. I'm okay. still updating it. But if they are following me, there's I put links on my pages too. Gotcha. 
the um, right, right to the article. So gotcha. if you're on Facebook, it's um, at the Sapphire Woman or at the Sapphire Diva, rather um, at the Sapphire Diva. Or if you want to follow me, and that's on all my social media: Instagram, Twitter, as well as Facebook. And then if you want to do a small psychology and associates, where you all know I am the CEO and founder of that, then you can do at Dr. East LLC. Gotcha. Okay, got to get people so, going to where you are. So there's that. Okay, wait a minute. God, you guys got me, like, thinking. Okay, <laughs> so, um, okay, so I also got invited or requested by Revived Magazine, which is a local magazine in the Tampa Bay area here in Florida. And uh, it is, you know, female-owned, female-ran, melanin-stripped-in. And they have asked me to write a regular column in their magazine. So they want me to be a, you know, solid writer. Right. So that's been cool. So I I landed that. And um, what I'm really super excited about is that my business, um, Smile Counseling Services, has now transformed into psychology and associates so basically I am no longer in an office within a suite I now have my own suite I am you know in on the corner of a very busy business section it is amazing so now I have more visibility offices yes right you know and what's really cool is that not only will we start accepting insurances probably in April we will also start offering massage therapy as a healing component with an aromatherapy approach to it. So I'm super excited about this black female owned business um, where we provide services. And the cool thing about that is my other business, the Sapphire Women Organization, which focuses on women and empowerment, domestic violence. um, What's really cool is that we now have a program. I have created a program, a 12-step emotional sobriety uh, program. Wow. Emotional sobriety so, program. Is that based off of your book? Right. Based off of my book, The Hangover. Yes. yes. Overcoming Emotional Addiction, 12 Steps to Emotional Sobriety. I felt that it's one thing to read the book, but how cool would it be for you to buy into an opportunity to talk with the author on a weekly basis through those actual steps along with other women um and so to me that was a huge i think that is huge missing um some of our self-help books there's you know, there's video and audio, but when do I get to talk to her like in person? And have a system in you know? place that supports what you're putting forth in your book. Like you have structured right, system. Right. Right. Wow. So I'm putting that program together now and the cost is going to be pretty low. I mean, I'm going to charge a group rate. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> group rates go between 25 and $35 wow. um, per session. So I'll be charging $30. Love it. For a woman. And so... What we will do is um, I will offer it, of course, face-to-face in the area. But if we wanted to do also, if I get enough people that say, let's do this virtually, mm-hmm. right. then I would definitely be willing to do a virtual um, session. Group. And we yeah. would meet, you know, on a Saturday or on a Sunday, whatever mm-hmm. time. We would all log into Skype or Venmo or, you know, yeah. or, what, or Zoom or whatever. And I'd be there, and we just hash out that chapter for that week and yes. talk about some shit. And, and it's gonna be worth. It. This is revolutionary. It is the way you're leveraging platforms is amazing, Doctor East. I thank you. I'm it super is. excited about and inspirational. that. Inspirational. I think that um, you know, and and my thing is to make things affordable. I am a businesswoman. I do have my own family that I also have to provide for. So right, right. Um, I have to be mindful of that. So I just want to keep that. You know, I want to keep it real. But <laughs> at the same time, I also know that I've been blessed to be able to do this work. And so I, I want things to be attainable. And, you know, if we think about how much money yeah. we spend on eating out or how much money, you know, we, we spend on little things here Makeup, and there. Makeup, nails, and can, <laughs> right, right. whatever. 
Right, you know, if it's only going to cost you 30 bucks a week. Worth every penny. To, Worth every penny. You know, for you to get Self-care. Necessary. Mental health. <laughs> self-care. Right, yeah. exactly. And empower yourself at home. Empower yourself in your career. Yeah. Empower yourself, Come on now. you know, Don't in your spirituality. You know, in your acceptance. Or how about just empower yourself to where... No matter what you put on any day of the week, you feel like you runway walking. Like, that's the point. I'm so happy that I know you. We know you. You're doing amazing things, sister and friend. And man, (coughs) man, you're doing dope things. You're doing dope shit. Thank you. Always growing. All of that is in the works, you know. And so I would love to get feedback from any of the listeners to say, yes, do it. I, you know. Yeah. Give me feedback. It helps me when I'm looking for sponsors and things because mm-hmm. these things cost, you know, yeah. coinage. Um, <clears throat> when I'm trying to get sponsors to assist me in my plight, it helps to have an audience that's already said this is a need. Of course. You know, yep. I would invest in this. And so, you know, to all the listeners, I'm just asking you to drop me a line yes. on any of my pages and say, yes, I want your 12-week emotional sobriety course. Yes. And it comes with the book. So even if you haven't gotten the book yet, the Come book is included now. in the course, Come you know, along with the this fact is so that needed right now. a packet of handouts. You know, so that you can have other things, other resources to refer to. And then we work, we talk about some of the handouts when we're having the live uh, weekly. And if you, uh, if you follow Become She, you know we tag Dr. Carlia East, the Sapphire Woman, all up and through our oh, pages and stuff. So, like, there's no excuse not to find her. So. Yeah. Right. So let the Sapphire Woman know. Um, again, the handle is at the Sapphire Diva that you want that 12-step emotional sobriety course. I think it's going to be phenomenal especially when we're dealing with domestic violence survivors Mm -hmm. yes yep you know they're they're no longer victims that's not the word you know that's that i said domestic violence survivors survivors we're surviving but now i'm going to teach you how to thrive come on period transformation yeah yeah so let's get into this dear become she letter that you've gotten okay Okay. So, let me take a sip. Uh, it's one of them. Uh, it's one of them. I'm jealous. Just so you know. Listen, it's a bit, it's a bit controversial for some people. Even though for me, it's very simple. But yeah, I'm gonna lay the baseline that because of society standards, historical perspectives, um, and even levels of. Uh, Feminism or anti-feminism, this is something that is so simple, but we get deep about it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you ready? I know I'm going to set it up. I'm ready, I'm ready. Okay. So a young lady wrote a letter in, and she was basically saying, Dear Dr. East, um, I'm a young woman. You know, I have a pretty good career. You know, I, I live on my own. And... I've never had a problem with a guy approaching me, asking me to go out. She said, however, there's this one guy that has really caught my eye. And, you know, we've said hi in the break room, you know, from time to time. But he has approached me. Should I approach him or should I just wait for him to approach me? And, again, a simple question. Which my thing is approach that dude like yep. win, 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 win. You know, like yeah, what's the yep. problem? But and think about the platform that I just laid for it. It's much deeper yeah. for a lot of women than that. There is the I'm a woman. You know what I mean? I'm a lady. So you should approach me. You're the man. You should take the lead. You know, yeah. there's that standpoint. There's the spiritual standpoint of man, you know, versus woman in the household in the spiritual realm of divine order. Mm-hmm. So then there's that discrepancy. Then there's the feminism, you know, certain women that are really into feminism may feel like, um, yeah, I can approach you just like you can. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't need you right. to approach me Mm -hmm. I am a strong woman I'm very capable of going after what I want and there's you know it doesn't downplay me as a lady just because I know what I want and can speak my truth 
so you have that, you know, so there's all these dynamics and dichotomies that take place when the simple question is, do I go against what the historical perspective has been? You know what I mean? Yeah. And everything that my DNA has been built on, yeah. then do I take that risk? Social yeah. norms, cultural norms, yeah. Right. Do I take that risk? Let's say I risk it. Let's say I step to this dude. So now is he going to think I'm too forward? You yeah. know, does he, is he the type of man that wants to be, you know, wants to take the lead, but he just wasn't catching my signal that I didn't read him correctly. So now he mm-hmm. thinks that I'm this forward chick. So now I've lost that opportunity, right? Right. There is, do I approach him and he's down with it, but now he thinks I'm some god who's trying to be top of right. Thirsty, whatever. You know? Yeah. That's right. a lot like, of thoughts, it, but it's very it's valid. Okay. That's a lot to think through when just, you know, to approach. A lot like, of fear and anxiety. Right. It's yeah. really sad, right. but it's true. It's right. there. And then how are other people going to look at me if I approach him? Or and I'm telling that love story. <laughs> Yeah, but right that, now, I feel like. But that makes me feel like a woman will feel depleted before she even Ooh. gets to the approach. Like if you think in that hard, yeah. right? It's that valid is though. The point. It, but think about. Yeah. But, but see, this is the point though. The point is, why do we have to do so much thought? Yeah. Why do women specifically think so much? about doing what it is that they would like to do, what feels good to them. And if it's not going to harm them or somebody else, you have to not be concerned with, this is what I tell my clients. I said, there are NFFs that we have in our lives that we need to face. I said, we need to point out what our NFFs are. And so my client's like, okay, what is an NFF? I said, that's a non-fucking factor. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Carlia. We graduated from Dr. East. Come on, Carlia. (laughs) And my clients, like, they die laughing. They're like, oh, my God, my therapist is crazy. You know, like, my psychologist is crazy. But then they think about it. I'm like, for real. Non-fucking factors are entities that come into your life that think they have a say, and you've given them an opportunity to have a say. Come on. When they, at the end of the day, if you remove them from your equation, they don't have one impact one way or another. Yeah. Listen. Listen. That simplifies life, and that's all you need to be free. It's simple. Simplification. That needs to be in textbooks. Right. This in school. Grad school. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, those are the NFFs. And so, I think as women, we need to identify because we're too busy wrapping our arms around the world. Yes. Instead yes. of realizing that we need to be wrapping our arms around, first of all, ourselves, double loop it, and then whatever we have left over See. can be shared with individuals who are also reciprocating See. the same thing. That yeah. part. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So whether it's family, whether it's family, you know, Friend, whether it's like friends, coworkers, whomever, there's a nice way for you to recognize who your NSFs are. Once you know who they are, you address them accordingly. <laughs> I'm listen. I'm gonna keep that energy all day. This is the first episode in season seven. You clowning like this, Doctor East? <laughs> but like, then you'll realize that at the end of the day, um, you don't need their approval. You don't need their validation, and you don't need their support. You really don't. And that's what and that's what I told that young lady. I said, absolutely approach him because check it. Let's say you do approach him, and now he thinks you're a little fast girl. And he don't want to talk to you. Guess what? He wants for you. That's right. At all. Period. Point. Blame. That is not what the cosmos, the stars, See. whatever you believe in, that's not what was aligned for you. Let him go. Period. Okay. Right. If you if you if you step in, he thinks you're trying to be, you know, thoughtastic or something <laughs> like that, and he try you like that. Guess what? You know who you are, so you go step that down. That one for you. I mean, or so that could be God, or that could be God's intervention revealing to her her husband. Like, come on now. Exactly. Exactly. So, first of all, you know, what helps us identify our NFS 
what what the benefits of that is that we now are prepared to also recognize that we are not thirsty. We're hungry. We're not thirsty. That we're not just. We've been here before. You gotta catch the past the past episodes of that. Y'all find it. We can't tell y'all what season that was. (laughs) Yeah. Difference between being hungry and thirsty. We're able to identify we're able to identify bullshit. And so then it's a lot easier for us to, you know, to be like, uh uh-uh, that that ninja, that chick, they come with a disclaimer, because it doesn't matter what the sexuality is, the bottom line is you're getting you together. That's right. And then once you have you together, then you don't worry about those stereotypes because you're confident. So if you check, if you check it for him and he can handle that, and guess what? He's confident in his own shit too. That's right. Done. Mm. I love that. Thank you, Dr. E. Thank you, Dr. E. You are so welcome. Is that your son? I know, and child. That is. Hi. Say hello, Savon. Hello. Hi. Mama is giving us this work. is the best. She giving us this work and all of Become She Land. I love These it. gems. Yes, yes, yes. So everyone, you know, thank you so much. I'm so excited. Today was awesome. Yep. Um, make sure you guys follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Again, at the Sapphire Diva. Um, definitely for that 12-step emotional sobriety course. Yes. Um, and also... If you want to follow Smile Psychology and Associates, where I also offer virtual therapy within individuals that live in the state of Florida, as well as coaching if they live outside of the state of Florida, yes, then you can contact yes, yes. me um, at Dr. East Smile, no period, D R E A S T S M I L E L L C um, on Facebook, or just, you know, Google me, actually. Yes. She said, Google me. Well, That's she's there. With my pinky up. Come on. No, but I'm, I'm, I'm certainly humbled. I thought today was amazing. It was. And, um, it is. You know, thank you to the listeners. Thank you to my babies. I love you, ladies. Love you, too. Oh, we love you, too, Dr. East. Enjoy your day, Dr. East. We'll talk soon. Yes. All right, babies. Have a good one. You, Bye. too. Bye-bye. She said that. N-S-S. <coughs> she said all of that. And then went back and did a throwback. You're not, you not thirsty. You're hungry. Oh, you got to catch that from a past season. Yep, yep, yep. So our next epi, She Builds Bridges. And that will air March 27th. You know, every second and fourth Wednesday, we're coming to you with a new episode. Yes. Um, the description on the next episode is, can you build with who is around you today? Or are they just placeholders? I ain't even going to open up to what that means because we actually have real direction for that one. <laughs> and it just kind of threads from the first episode yeah. today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, being in relationship. Yep. So don't forget to like us on Instagram, like us on Facebook. Yes. Please comment. Please leave a review on iTunes. Anywhere you can and leave subscribe. a review. Copy and paste your review and just paste it yes. everywhere. Whatever you got to do. And um, Dr. East will be on most episodes this season. So if you have a Dear She letter, you can submit to becomeshepodcast at gmail.com. And that is all we have for today. Come on up. So, is this it? Is this the end of the first episode? The very first one. It's season seven. <laughs> I'm not going to scream. I'm still not going to scream. <laughs> this is Nicole and Jess signing, signing out. Become she, become, become free. free.